0: Bye. Hello, and welcome to the Lacadaisical Liberal And now, your host, Jordan Maywood. Hello, welcome to the Liberal Cube. My name is Jordan Maywood, and I am the Lacadaisical Liberal Today, within the Liberal Cube, is her video games today Yeah, I haven't had one of those in a little while, but as promised, I have for yous a little Skyrim DLC. All three of them, in fact. Yay, that. Uh little piece of podcast behind-the-scenes action for you. Uh, this is my first podcast ever in which I am trying out uh, the use of a headset and boom microphone. Uh, I had some recommendations for this sort of rig... Uh, It's basically just a cheap, I don't think it was even $20, boom, microphone, headset thing. So the microphone is directly in front of my mouth, which uh, I think should take away some of the car sounds and just improve the overall quality. That is my hope. And if that turns out to be the case, and you think it is the case, what you can do is perhaps let me know what you think. Um, Did it sound better? Did it sound worse? Did it sound... Hmm. You can let me know at the email address provided in the closing credits or tweet at me, I am Jordan underscore Maywood, on the Twitter. Something I like to say at the top of every show, although the importance on a her Video Games day of saying this, I kind of feel is debatable compared to, say, with a movie or a book. But I say it nonetheless, and that is... There will be spoilers. First burp into the boom mic. Normally I edit burps and coughs and sneezes out. Maybe I'll leave that in. See what uh see what that sounded like. How my how my burp into the boom sounds like. Mm, yeah. Did I say there will be spoilers? Yeah, I think I did. Anyways, uh another thing I like to say is that if you like what you hear, the only payment I ask is a million dollars. No! That is ridiculous. The only payment I ask is perhaps you pass the podcast on to a friend. Perhaps you subscribe, rate, and comment on the old iTunes, because that, my friends, would be kind of you and is what helps podcasts grow. Thank you for those who have done it. Um, Enough people have done it now in the American store, so my rating shows up, uh, which I'm happy to say is a 5 out of 5. Hey, how about that? (laughs) Now, I only have two ratings in the Canadian store, so I need three people in Canada to rate this podcast. Whatever you like, be honest. I can take it. I can take it. Stay strong, Jordan. (sighs) Uh, but then my rating will show up. You need at least five for them to get, a, I guess, a, uh, an average to post it. Uh-huh. Makes, makes as much sense as anything. Okay, last piece of podcast-related bidness, and it is a bidness, is of course today's sponsor. Today's sponsor is the Arrow to the Knee Orthopedic Surgery Clinic. Once again, today's sponsor is the Arrow to the Knee Orthopedic Surgery Clinic. Don't let your adventuring stop. Stop on by the Arrow to the Knee Orthopedic Surgery Clinic. Okay, Skyrim, yeah. DLC, hmm. Technically, it is DLC. However, um, what I did instead of downloading each of the available ones is waited for... Uh, the good people at Bethesda to come up with their sort of Game of the Year edition. They're calling it the Legendary Edition. Basically what it does is just gives you uh, Skyrim, the full game, and then all the DLCs, downloadable contents, that came out for it over the course of, oh jeez, was it years even? It's quite a stretch. Uh, I like having it on a disc like that when it's so large. Because it would take up a lot of uh, of um, hard drive space. I have a 500 gig uh, PlayStation. I actually, it wasn't originally, but one of my sort of proud nerdy accomplishments is that I uh, took out the old hard drive and put in a new one. Which is uh, pretty nerdishly complicated. So thank you to those of you on YouTube who have videos up on how to do it. That, I have fixed a toilet, basically taken out every single working part of a toilet and put in a new one with the help of YouTube. Man, YouTube and how-tos and stuff like that. Uh, The internet has given me the illusion of being good at very, very many things. So, thank you, internet. DLC, uh, I am talking about these in no particular order. Oh, well, I guess it is in order. Not the order they came out in, but the order I played them in. I think. Uh, The first one was called Hearthfire. Uh, This one is about... It's not really about anything so much as the addition of the, uh, I guess, ability to be able to make your own home. Build your own house. Cool idea. I like it very, very much. In a a role-playing game, I always focus a lot of my uh, gaming energies on making my house look cool, so... I think this is the first time I've ever been able to build my own. I did play for the PlayStation 2, uh, The Sims. I forget which version. But uh, I, my favorite part of The Sims was just the building of my home. So, I don't know. It's kind of uh, it's fun, it's relaxing, and I, I like it. Hearthfire. Fire. Home is where the hearth is. Uh, I thought for the longest time it was called Heart Fire. But that makes less sense sort of a uh, Heartburn reference, I guess. Uh, I spent my entire first weekend of having a copy of this game just building my home to the awesomeness that it could be, getting sort of every single upgrade you could get. Um, There was different sort of... Kind of how you build it is build your main home, and then on three of the wings of your home, you can choose from different... uh, I think you could call them modules... So, um, I went with the bedroom, because I figured I'd want a bedroom. Yeah, that's always nice. I went with the trophy room. Ah, this, this was a cool idea from, uh, from Bethesda. Basically, it is as it sounds. A room of trophies for all your various kills. The way it works is there's sort of, uh, within the trophy room, pedestals on which things can go. Things such as, say, I kill a bear... And then bring back the bear's skin, some um, leather strips to tie it all together, and then bada boom, bada bang, apparently that's all it takes in the world of taxidermy is bear skin and leather strips. And uh, I got myself a giant bear on a pedestal that I killed. (laughs) Uh, I went, did I do giant bear? I think I did do one giant bear just because that's sort of the quintessential stuffed animal. The giant bear. Um, I went for a skeleton. I don't know how I would stuff a skeleton. Uh, what else did I do? What are they called? Harrigans? I forget what they're called. It's like a witch. Dwarven automaton of some sort. Uh, troll. Big troll is sort of the centerpiece. And uh, just to round it, out, I round it all out, a giant rat. Because I thought it would be kind of funny that I have all these giant killer animals. And then one... Um, rat. Just sort of mixed in there. (laughs) Because the other sort of funny thing about that is, within video games, fantasy video games, killing rats is (laughs) always there. You always have to kill rats. I don't know what it is about giant rats, but within fantasy realms, there are giant rats. So, keep that in mind for... Some reason. So uh, I did keep a home in solitude within this game, so I basically, and it took a little doing, uh, moved all my possessions over from that home into this home, including um, I had a uh, steward and a wife. So now I got living with me uh, a steward who is a woman, a wife who is my wife. You have the ability to, um, I guess, hire. Yeah, I guess hire a uh, bard to live with you. The bard is a woman. (laughs) I uh, have a little daughter as well that I adopted from the orphanage. So it's just me and four ladies living in this house together. (laughs) Kind of a strange uh, addition that you can adopt children. But hey, it gives the whole world a little... uh, a little more feels to it. Uh, And whenever I come home, she like runs up. Papa, papa, papa. It's pretty adorable, really. My wife I usually take out with me because she's pretty badass with a uh, bow and arrow. So I like that because I'll go up and sort of fight shit uh, while she sits behind shooting arrows at it. So we make a good team. Uh, I think that is all I should say about Hearthfire. Let's move on to Dawnguard, which I played next. Dawnguard is basically, if you want to boil it down, is the Skyrim Vampire DLC. That's that's the best way to join it. Best way to think of it, I think. Uh, you have the option in this campaign, let's call it, of joining the Vampires or joining the Guard. The Dawn Guard are basically vampire killers. I uh, went with the vampires. Obviously, it's, it's more fun to be a crazy friggin' killer vampire. I have mentioned before, and I will again, that within role-playing games and sort of video games in general, I will usually go the evil route, just because in actual life I don't go the evil route. So it's fun to kind of let loose and friggin' do whatever I want, kill whoever I want. Turn into vampires, whoever I want. Blood. Uh, there, what? There is an other option in this DLC to turn into a werewolf, although that never appeared to me. I guess it's probably if you choose the Dongord route, which maybe uh, on a playthrough in a year and change from now, because I'll probably end up playing Skyrim again. I imagine. Although by then I'll probably have a PlayStation Four. Oh, we'll see. So, uh, it starts out where I'm sort of on the hunt for vampires. Uh, I am kind of a... Uh, not a member of the Dawn Guard yet, but I'm I'm on the hunt for vampires, and I end up at Lord Harkon's castle. Oh, no. He basically gives me the option of joining him, and I, I knew right off the bat that this is the, the sort of path I wanted to take, so I'm like, yeah, sign me up. By sign me up, I, of course, meant turn me into a vampire, which, from this point on, gives me the ability to turn into a crazy-ass-looking vampire thing. I have within me, from then on, vampire blood, but you can also sort of, at the push of a button, turn into, I think as they describe it, a lord vampire. You can kind of fly around, fly over water, so that's cool. Just become super cool and powerful-looking. However, it does have some downsides, like, Obviously, uh, if you're in the sun, it is not good for you. Bad things... You don't die, but uh, you're much, much, much less powerful when you're in the sun. This DLC involves how Lord Harkon um, basically... I don't know if this is 100% accurate, but let's say... Wants to block out the sun. Oh, man, that's going to be good for me, right? Wrong, apparently. Uh, I save his daughter who was sort of entombed for hundreds, if not thousands of years. And she is my she's my sort of constant companion on these quests, these sections of quests. I had to... Uh, it took me so long to figure this out, I'm kind of embarrassed to say. I had to send my wife home, because normally she's traveling with me, but you're only allowed to have um, one person sort of traveling with you at a time. So... Uh this, this uh, Lord Harkon's daughter, Serena, Serana, kept saying, uh, get rid of the interloper, and then we'll continue on. And I'm like, okay, fine. So I searched around for things to kill. Uh, I assumed just sort of bad guys in the area I had to kill. So I did that, and then they were all gone, and then she just kept saying, get rid of the interloper, get rid of the interloper. And I'm like, what fucking interloper are you talking about? Then I realized, oh my wife huh all right well wife just go go wait at home for me felt kind of bad we'd been on a lot of adventures together and i just send her off to go on a quest with this vampire harlot i wouldn't do that to my actual wife if you're listening emily which i know you of course are cuz you love video games <coughs> So, uh, most of this DLC involves me and Serena traveling around, gathering shit that this lord needs in order to complete the ritual, let's say, to block out the sun. Things like, um, he needs the Bloodstone Chalice, of course. Yeah, gotta have one of those. He needs a Moth Priest. That section was kind of cool, because it was a priest do i don't, never really figured out why they're called moth priests hmm. and uh i had to sort of capture sort of brainwash one because only a priest could read one of the elder scrolls ooh uh i needed three count them three elder scrolls i did have the first one from uh from the main game uh but i needed two others that that was hard to get those and then when i freaking got back there Um, Someone had poked out the moth priest's eyes So I wasn't too happy about that I forget what the reasoning was for that but um, Oh no no He read the first Elder Scroll And forgot to mention Yeah sure he did That uh, once he read it His eyes would sort of melt out So then I had to read the other two With the sort of aid of a bunch of other shit That I gathered together uh, then the last section involves how uh, Lord Harkon's wife, who is sort of his mortal enemy, lets us know that he plans on betraying me and Serana. So then I need to gather Oriole's bow. Uh, this was a pretty large section, trying to find this bow. So I get the bow, I get some... Uh, basically like from Zelda, Arrows of Light, is how I looked at them. And then uh, I could go confront Lord Harkon, me and Serena, Serena, Serana, whatever you want to call her, were like, hey, we know you were going to kill us as soon as we gave you all this shit, so no, don't do that. And he's like, okay, well, now I have to kill you anyways. And then we fought, and then, you guessed it, I killed him. I killed him! And, uh, it wasn't crazy, crazy hard. So, uh, I was expecting some sort of huge boss battle, but it was kind of just me fighting a superpower vampire lord. Sounds harder than it is. Alright, folks, I am at work. I hope that the sound of this is a good sound. Meaning my new recording technique. Huh, not my voice. Okay, okay. I will say, as I do as I go into work, and then plan to come back for one more DLC about Skyrim, that... Love you, dearies. I'm a fool to do your dirty... Working, working, working. And we're back. back. We are back! We are back! We are back! We are back! 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 We are back! Back in action! Hello again. Well, uh, got to work, and, um... Played back the recording I had done with my new boom microphone. And, uh, you know, ten seconds I listened to sounded all right. So uh, I think the real test will be tomorrow morning when I get this baby back and do a little uh, editing, editing, editing to it. Uh, yay. Uh, the only thing I did notice, and maybe this doesn't hold throughout, just some of the odd... Mouth sounds seem to be louder, which I guess makes sense. Having mouth sounds louder when the microphone is right beside your mouth. Who would have thought? So uh, I guess let's just leave it at we will see what we will see. Uh, And of course when I say we will see, I mean I will hear. So neither we do I mean, I mean I, and neither see do I mean, I mean here. If you follow me, and if you do follow me, I am impressed because I am barely following myself. Lovely. Okay, so i got the first two DLCs out of the way this AM. Let's move in to Oh, what's it called? Oh, Dawn... Guard? No. Dragonborn. <laughs> I did write down the title of uh, the second one. So it took me me a second to remember it. I don't think I played these. Well, no, I'm I'm almost positive I did not play these in the order that they did come out. However, my thought was, uh, A, I want to have a a home to come home to uh, right off the bat as quickly as possible. So when I did these other DLCs, I'd be like, periodically check in with my home and drop my goods off and say hello to my lovely daughter and uh, get my wife to cook me a home-cooked meal, as she would do. <laughs> uh, funny stuff. Funny, funny. Have my bard perhaps sing me a some verses about all the great deeds I had done. Good times, yeah. Freaking love this game, man. And then I thought, well... I want to be a vampire and have all those abilities. Because when I go try to do whatever needs to be done when it as far as being Dragonborn is concerned, I'll have uh, also at my side, also to aid me along uh, with my quest, the ability to turn into a friggin' vampire lord and kick some goddamn ass. So that's why I did that number two And then Dragonborn I did last because I thought it sort of had the most to do, kind of, sort of, kind of, sort of, with the main storyline of Skyrim. So uh, save that best for last. Or not necessarily best, but uh, most intertwined with the regular story as it was so far. And something I did not realize uh, was that it is probably the largest of the DLCs. And takes place in its own separate uh, island, so that was kind of cool, which I was not aware of. Quite substantial this island that it takes place on. Kind of reminds me a little bit of some of the Fallout uh, Three and Fallout New Vegas DLCs that kind of took place in separate areas of the main game. That's kind of what I come to have come to expect as far as Bethesda DLC. Uh, No one, I will say this, no one does it better than these guys. When you pay, now I I mentioned I didn't download these, but when you pay for downloadable content from Bethesda, I think out of every single person who does DLC, they give you the best uh, bang for your buck. Uh, And I think it's not even a close race. I think they just blow everyone else out of the water. Uh, for example, this Dragonborn, I have only, uh, I guess I'll let flip here, I've only completed sort of the main quest of Dragonborn. I haven't done so much of the the, the side quests and optional quests, which uh, I plan to do this weekend. However, uh, I thought it was time to bring back a uh, Her Video Games Day this weekend, just because I haven't in so long, it feels like. Okay, so let's jump right in. Uh, This starts out with me being attacked by cultists. (laughs) If you've listened to many uh, of these podcasts, you will know I am not a big fan of organized religion and think that basically the difference between um, an organized religion and a cult is that, uh, well... Really, an organized religion is older and has had more time to grow. Yeah, that's basically the difference. Age. So, when these cultists attacked me, I was pissed off. And I wanted revenge on them. So, uh, I searched their bodies, as you do, and found a note indicating that they were from the island of Solstheum. Solstheum. Goddamn fantasy names sometimes, I tell you. I don't know how they come up with them and why they make them difficult. Uh, I will spell it just for shits and perhaps or giggles. S-O-L-S-T-H-E-I-M. That name. One sort of cool thing about this island is that it is off the coast... Of Morrowind. Morrowind, as you may know, within this fantasy universe, uh, was where uh, game number three in this series took place. I never played that. Or did I? Mm, I, 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 Did I? I don't think I did play that. Um, I do remember a friend of mine playing it and sort of being enthralled with it. Uh, And thinking, man, I'm going to buy an Xbox just so I can play this. I never followed through with that. But I kind of think maybe I did play it on the PC. Am I misremembering? I don't remember. I don't remember if I'm misremembering. Anyways, that's irrelevant. So uh, I show up on this island and shit is friggin' going down. It's as if the whole island is sort of brainwashed. And working on these uh, shrines... I sort of, through my travels in this island, learn of the existence of this book, which I then read. Uh, Something I love about this is how reading certain books will transfer me, transport me even, to uh, another realm. Ah, I like that. Because reading books, you know what? in actual real life, does transport me to different realms Aha! within my mind. This did it in the real sense, where I ended up in a kind of demon realm. Not purgatory, not hell. Just kind of where demons chill out. What do they call it? Uh, The Apocrypha, which is a realm of Oblivion. Oblivion, if you played the last game, is where all the Dromora are from are from. So this is like a, a section of that. Not quite as scary or filled with bad guys, really, as Oblivion was in the previous game. So that was a little disappointing. I guess kind of kind of more almost beautiful to look at. Kind of more uh, organic, I think, is a way you can look at it. And there was, friggin' everywhere you looked, there was books lying around. Something I have done... Something I've done, and we'll get to at some point, is they had available online uh, a sort of uh, a PDF, I guess it was, of all the different books that are available within Skyrim, which is sort of mind-boggling, because you come across books in the in the hundreds. There's just so many different ones. And the time it must have taken to write out all of these, uh sort of mind-boggling that Uh, I've never done it in-game, because I'm sort of not playing these games to read. (laughs) So, I think it's something that eventually I will get to. Jordan, make a note to get to those. Anyways, a little little book in video game sidetrack I got there. Uh, So my first trip to this Apocrypha, I meet up with... Uh, In in Another Dragonborn Now this is kind of a little mind-blowing Because I uh, am, I thought The only one, the last remaining The one who's sort of going to bring about All these prophecies from the main game And then I meet up with this guy And not only is he another Dragonborn But he's friggin' more powerful than I am And uh, that pisses me off even further It is he who sent these cultists against me And uh, yeah, I don't like him Then he sort of boots me out of his realm, (laughs) doesn't even care to kill me. He's like, eh, whatever, go away. That's when my anger really fuels the rest of this journey, because uh, I'm sort of forced to, uh, kind of a way to look at it, uh, or how I like to look at it, is power up and come back and kick his ass. Uh, I do this through, one of the first things I do is all these uh, shrines that the people of this realm were, uh, I guess, just sort of working on while brainwashed. I cleanse them all, because that'll piss them off. Uh, and then that sort of releases everyone from their brainwashing. They're all very happy and love me. Um, I'm not doing it for them, though. I'm doing it to friggin' piss this guy off. Uh, I come across, uh, I guess, sort of a wizard, uh, necromancer kind of guy. He is not the nicest guy, but will help me with defeating this character, this Dragonborn. Oh, his name is Mirak, the Dragonborn, that is. One of the ways in which he helps me is gives me sort of directions on how to find more of these books that will take me to this realm. Uh, So I travel back and forth a couple of times from this Apocrypha to the actual real world. Uh, One of the things I do while on my journeys in Apocrypha is meet up with a god. Hmm. This god was uh, one of the coolest looking things slash characters I've, I've seen in video games. Just all eyes and tentacles and just sort of the size of scope of him is so large that you kind of can't even make out parts of him. Really, really cool to look at. He is who Mirak is kind of working for. Uh, despite that fact, he's kind of of a, of a fickle nature and kind of uh, lets out that if I can defeat Mirak, he will then allow me to uh, be his number one, his right hand man in the real world. So I like that thought. Uh, because as I mentioned, I play these games evilly <laughs> So um, I talk one of Probably what could be described As a good guy Sort of a cross between a druid And a cleric uh, I talk one of these guys to uh, I talk him into Basically giving his knowledge To this evil god Now I don't want to get into How I talked him into it But let's just say um, He died <laughs> Yeah He died, and his daughter, not too happy with me. I thought she was going to actually try to kill me. She never did. She's just like, get out of here. Don't let his sacrifice go in vain. So, uh, I read the final book. Uh, These are all called Black Books, I should mention. Which uh, I found amusing because of the show, Black Books. Which was a, a BBC show. And very, very funny. Just on that totally unrelated note. So my final journey to the Apocrypha, after meeting with this god one last time who gave me a shout, a dragon shout, which will allow me to tame dragons so I can ride them. Yes, I can ride dragons. Something I haven't tried yet is if this ability sort of transfers over to the real world, the real actual world, because I've only tried it the one time, And it was in the uh, Apocrypha, and it was with a dragon that kind of didn't look like normal dragons. So I'm hoping it wasn't just a one-use-only ability. Dragon Shouts, if you are unaware, you probably are not unaware. So why should I say this? If if you don't know what a Dragon Shout is, you're probably not listening to a podcast about Skyrim (laughs) DLC, would be my guess. Would be my guest, be my guest, put my service to the test. No, be my guest. No T on the end. Anyways, should I explain it anyways? It's uh, basically, it's a magical shout that you shout out. and Various shouts will give you various, allow you to do various things. Uh-huh. Simple as that. In this case, allow you to control the mind of beings, including dragons. So I ride this dragon around for a very short period of time, actually. I wish it had been longer. Uh, then I confront Mirak and fight him. Uh, this was a tougher battle. He, uh, for the reason that he would sort of, I, I would think I would beat him, and he'd have, like, no health left, and then he would friggin' kill a dragon, and then suck in the dragon's skull, uh, soul, And then sort of immediately be back to full health, and I would have to do it again. Predictably, though, he did it three times. Something about threes in video games. Uh, When it comes to bosses where you have to beat them three times, it's sort of standard for some reason. It's not necessarily a bad thing. It's just a thing. Uh, So I beat him, took all his shit. I was now... Uh, the right-hand man of this scary-looking god, and uh, that's it. That is the end of the main quest for Dragonborn, and I highly enjoyed it. Why don't I, just because quite often on Her Video Games Day, I will rate things. Uh, When I say quite often, I mean every time, although there might be the odd time I forget. So... Uh, let's see, what do we got? Hearth Fire. Home is where the hearth is in Heartfire, And I will rate it 4 out of 5. Uh, I kind of wish it would have been a little more in-depth. You got to customize a fair bit, but when you play I, I did, I think, maybe consciously or subconsciously compared it to my playing of um, The Sims back on my PlayStation 2. So that was a long time ago. And The Sims in PlayStation 2, you were able to have more customization than Skyrim on PlayStation 3. So uh, I realize it's kind of a lot to ask, but hey, I ask a lot of Bethesda games because they are the best of games, period. Uh, next is Dawn Guard. Mm, I'm going to go five out of five. A lot of fun vampires. Uh, I guess the possibility exists that vampires are sort of being beaten to death a little bit in media, just because of the Twilight So there's that. But still, this uh, this perhaps doesn't make it fresh, but does make it fun. Yeah, yeah, that's a good way. That's a good tagline. Does not. Make it fresh, but does make it fun. Vampires, that is. Hmm. Lastly is Dragonborn. Uh, I've kind of, with, with just doing the main storyline, I kind of feel like I've just scratched the surface. What I have scratched has been very, very fun. I'm going to go five out of five. Hey, look at that. Oh, man. Folks, I'm just about at home, so I will enter. As I do when I get home, because that is what happens. Oh boy. Uh, I will say, though, that it is nice to be nice to the nice. Thank you for listening. This has been another edition of the Lacadaisical Libra Cubical Wrist. We here in the Liberal Cube would love to hear from you.